Welcome to the Placebo Magic Podcast, the podcast about imaginative self-care for skeptics. I'm your host, Durmak, the wizard and peasant lord of the vast ten-acre realm of Habdur, also known as Garrison Benson. Hello everyone, Durmak here. I hope you enjoy this formerly Patreon-exclusive bonus episode from the archives, and if you'd like to listen to the entire back catalog of bonus episodes without waiting for them to hit this main podcast feed, check out patreon.com slash placebo magic. That's magic with a CK on the end. Greetings, placebo mages, and welcome to episode 4.1 of the Placebo Magic Podcast Patreon exclusive bonus show. And just a point of clarification, it's episode 4.1, but it's actually the second episode. And the reason I'm calling it 4.1 is to tie it to the episode numbers of the main show to clarify that um, when you pledge to support the main show, then you get access to these bonus episodes and there's a one-to-one correlation. So um, this episode is is uh is connected to it's it, if you if you pledge to support the main show episode four then you gain access to all the bonus episodes but you've also helped to support bonus episode 4.1 so anyway um you you didn't miss any episodes this is just uh really it's really the second episode but it's episode 4.1 so today i want to uh, explore this idea of magic as augmented reality um, so, augmented reality is basically this idea from the world of technology that you sort of add a layer on top of reality. So, like, it's kind of um, sometimes used in in uh, tandem with the term virtual reality, where virtual reality is kind of like an entirely separate reality. Um, augmented reality is tied into the real world in a more explicit way. So, for instance, Pokemon Go is an augmented reality game because the Pokemon that you're trying to catch are at specific places in the actual world. And the, the, the places that you're visiting in the real world um, mean something in the game. So like you might go to a library and in the game, that library is a Pokestop or you might go to a statue and that statue is a Pokemon gym. So that's an augmented reality game. Another example of augmented reality would be um, Google glass where uh, as you're looking at things in the real world, the de- the device is giving you additional information on top of that. Um, kind of like something from a lot of sci-fi movies where you see things through the eyes of a robot or through the eyes of a um, some kind of you know high tech visor or something where you see the actual view, but then you also see this additional information superimposed over it that's saying you know like. Uh, you know, analyzing somebody's somebody's weaknesses, or uh, <laughs> or you know, identifying uh, faces of people in a crowd, or what have you. But anyway, the general idea is, yeah, you take something from reality and then you augment it by adding another layer on top of it. And I think that's a, a way we can look at placebo magic, which is where there's reality in the sense of the objective truth of reality, the scientific reality that's measurable through the scientific method, and then there's our layer that we're adding on top of that reality. And 
even though the 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 stuff that we're adding on top, the layer of meaning we're adding on top isn't scientifically measurable out in the world, it's still real in the sense that it has a real effect on the world. It's a real part of our psychology. It's a real part of our societies. It's a real part of our experience of life. And it has real potency. And so um, the two of those things put together, the, the scientifically measurable reality of the physical world, plus the sort of psychological reality of our interpretation of it, comes together to form our actual experiences. And so when you, um, you know, let's say you, when you put a Band-Aid on your child's um, bruise, you know, the scientifically sort of measurable reality of that is that your Band-Aid isn't doing, doing anything for the bruise. But there's this augmented reality, which is that your child's interpretation of the Band-Aid the Band-Aid has a placebo placebo effect in addition to whatever, you know, bandaging effect that it could have if there's, you know, blood involved. Um, and so the placebo effect of the Band-Aid is useful even though it's it's not the sort of base reality. It's the augmented reality that comes from our, psycho our psychology and our interpretation of things like that. And I, I think, um, well, you know, with Pokemon Go, as an, going back to that example where different locations on the real world map have this added significance from the game where it's like, oh, why are all these people uh, gathered in this park? If you don't know what's going on in Pokemon Go, you might not understand that those people are all catching Pokemon and battling each other or whatever. And I think um, just in our, our civic society, we have a ton of examples of that same kind of phenomenon where certain locations are given a magical significance like, you know, the Washington Monument or uh, or um, historic battlefields or or war memorials. And then likewise, in our in, in religious life, you have the holy city and you have, you know, church sanctuaries and these these places that are given magical significance. That is a real driving force in our society, but is not part of the sort of physical fabric of the space you know it's like if, if humanity ceases to exist then the holiness of the holy city ceases to exist because that layer is contained within human psychology rather than within the the location itself just like yeah pokemon go the pokemon are not actually in that physical location they're sort of on the on this computer network that's running through your phones and through the servers and then they're Furthermore, they're inside of the brains of the people who are playing the game. They're like, oh, there's a Pokemon over there at that bench. It's There's not a Pokemon over there at that bench, but their brain is participating in this projection of, of um, projecting an imagined thing onto reality. Um, so, yeah, I just think it gives you kind of another way of thinking of magic and and i think it's just in particular i think it's particularly useful from that standpoint of of geography that um you know for me i'm kind of making a very conscious effort to mythologize my surroundings in my my local area and basically give them meanings so that i have um specific places that I can go when I want to sort of tap into certain 
aspects of human experience or certain sources of wisdom. So like I have one corner of my property that is, I I've kind of metaphorically connected it with the, with death and decay. And it's, it's this very low, uh, wet sort of wild part of the property that I'm never going to be able to develop because it's too much, um, standing water that accumulates there. And in fact, it would actually be illegal for me to develop it without, um, wetland permits. Um, so I, I'm just kind of have set that aside as the death lands and it, and it's not only death, but also the kind of, you know, rot and renewal that comes with that. It comes with, you know, fungus and, um, the rotting stuff that's in the standing water and so on. And so that's the idea of, I mean, the physical location doesn't have anything more to do with death than most other, you know, parts of the ecosystem. But from a human myth- mythological standpoint, you know, swamps and, and, and wetlands and places with a lot of dead trees in them tend to have that association. So I've, I've kind of added this layer of augmented reality. Um, actually, I've had this idea that uh, I kind of want to take inspiration from um, tabletop RPG source books where a lot of times what they'll do is they'll have like a map of a region and then the, the map will have little numbers on it. And then you can look up that number in the book and see what that number represents in terms of some, some point of interest on the map. And a lot of times those point of interest will be what they call encounters where, uh, you know, you find, you encounter an interesting character or, or a group of monsters or something along those lines. And I thought it would be kind of interesting to put together some kind of similar resource, but where the map is actually a map of a real area. And that as you navigate through the real area, you can consult in a book and get this supplemental information that adds up. That's it's like, you know, it's basically analog augmented reality so that you can, you can, you know, read fantasy stories or, you know, little bits of bits of a fantasy history, a mythological history that are connected to real world locations and you can get these kind of magical correspondences to real world locations and uh, create that. I, I think it's part of creating a a relationship with a space, and by making meaning out of a space, you're kind of uh, making a personal connection to it. And I think that's um, something that. As Americans, I think we've kind of struggled with because we're in the new world in a, you know, a post enlightenment world where we don't have the historical connections to the land that come from mythology that, um, when I say, I guess when I say we, I mean anybody who's not Native American, but because the Native Americans do have that. But we, you know, it's like Europeans, we have that to some extent in, they have that in European countries where, you know, you have uh, certain locations in the UK that have specific connections to King Arthur. Or, you know, obviously in the Middle East, you have locations that are connected with Moses or Jesus or uh, King David or Muhammad and so and so. And I think it's a mistake if you're if you're a non-native american person living in the us 
I think it's a mistake to think that you can just adopt someone else's mythology. But I think it's also a mistake to to have a mythology that is so is centered around a different continent because that's not where we are. And I, I so I think this idea of of kind of making an augmented reality landscape around you, you're forging a connection to the environment that um I think is a way of kind of integrating the wisdom that people people you know revere Native Americans for um, their ecological wisdom in certain cases. And I think if we want to have that for ourselves, then we can't just absorb their mythology. We have to create our own mythology that makes our relationship with the land our own and takes into account our history uh, as a, as peoples who came from elsewhere, you know, whether you're white or black or Asian or, or any other um, from any other point of origin genetically speaking so and um yeah i think i just think that you know that metaphor of augmented reality is something that you can kind of apply to a whole bunch of different facets of placebo magic and i um speaking of pokemon again i do have plans of of doing an episode either on the main show or on the bonus show talking about pokemon specifically because i think there's a lot of interesting ways you can connect pokemon to placebo magic from you know looking at the metaphors that are present in pokemon but that's a topic for another day. So this has been episode 4.1 of the Placebo Magic Podcast Patreon exclusive bonus show. You can get in touch with me at farmcodegary at protonmail.com. Let me know if, if you have any questions or comments or discussion points. And uh, if it makes sense, then um, with your permission, I can read it on the show. And uh, thank you for supporting our Patreon uh, campaign for the Placebo Magic Podcast. This is the first episode that's actually going to be exclusive to patrons. Um, so uh, I just want to give you my heartfelt gratitude that this is going to really help me to um, just it's going to help help the show to succeed. If I can draw a little bit of income from it or at least covering some of the costs, which would include I mean, right, right now, the costs have mostly included, um, you know, purchasing books and some related things like that. But as we go forward, I'd like to be able to invest a little more in um, equipment and um, other resources for the show. And then it's also just, you know, giving me some compensation for my time. So it's hopefully a win-win because you get access to this bonus show and you get to support the show. And then I, I get to do these somewhat more off the cuff episodes that don't take me anywhere near as long to put together and um and then i get some compensation for working on the show both both shows so with that said uh remember magic is a metaphor and metaphor is magical you can find the placebo magic podcast and my poetry on the web at garrisonbenson.com leave a voicemail for the show by calling 989-318-4118 Music is by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com and licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license. You can support the show by giving us a review on your podcast app of choice, sharing an episode with a friend, or becoming a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash placebo magic. Patreon supporters also gain access to our Patreon-exclusive bonus show. Remember, magic is a metaphor. 
and metaphor is magical.